Hello, welcome to Open the Door Podcast. I'm your host, Becca. Whether you are new or back for more, I'm so glad you're joining me today. Today's episode is part three of my interview with my dear friend, Chelsea. So if you are behind a few episodes like I am with every podcast I subscribe to, then stop now and go back to two weeks ago for part one and then watch part two. Actually, listen. (laughs) And then you can finish this episode. So go ahead and go do that. All right. For those of you who are ready, here is part three of my interview with Chelsea. Um, so back to missions. <laughs> um, Thanks for listening to our tangent. <laughs> this is why my first, the first episode of this season has, was split into two because Rhea and I went on to like so many different tangents. I had to keep bringing back. Okay, so missions. So, <laughs> so your mission trip because <laughs> I was like, we're like, tell me about Jesus. <laughs> the church did the. We're like I was like, okay, we're. T- like, we are, we are, we are sidelining and we need to get back. To, but, like, all this is so good and I feel like we need to talk about all this stuff and it all plays together into well, it's the... it's real. Yeah, it's real life. We're not, we're not putting a rosy film on it mm-hmm. and painting it as this lovely picture. It's good, it's bad, it's ugly, it's right? wonderful. Yeah. It's everything. <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. And it's, it really is. Um, so do you have any funny stories from any of your trips? Oh, boy. <laughs> You're like, which one can I share? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, don't do this, kids. <laughs> Learn from my mistakes. It's Learn funny. Mistakes. It's funny now, but in the moment, it was not funny. <laughs> um, Funny stories. Oh, there's a lot of funny stories. I'm trying to think of, like, a specific one that's funny. <laughs> And there's a couple, I'm like, well, it's funny now, but it wasn't funny then. <laughs> I know, it's, I had a, my interview with Bonnie, and she was like, well, I can kind of look back at it and laugh now, but in the moment, I was like, yeah, that would have terrified me in that moment, like. <laughs> right. Well, I'm definitely, like, as I've gotten older and I've been home, I'm like, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> you did what? <laughs> you know, I, I think my first week in Honduras we needed to run errands and me and the other intern literally went with one of the guys who was a staff member there, but he doesn't speak English. And we just like, jumped in the back of a truck and went into, into like the next neighboring town and went shopping. As And like, I did not take Spanish in high school. I took German. It did me no good. <laughs> uh, and then I did one week of language school in Spanish. And so my Spanish is, um, rough. Yeah. <laughs> I understand a ton. I don't speak much, especially now after four years of not using it. Is un poquito muy mal? I didn't know anything. <laughs> and here's this blonde girl in the back of the truck <laughs> with my friend who is literally like just this, t- he's we're the same age, but he's just this little kid or he felt like a little kid at the time. And we have no idea what we're doing. We're just in another country in the back of a truck. <laughs> with this person that we don't really know <laughs> and it was fine right but it's just like those moments are funny like oh yes we did that yeah that happened <laughs> that, that was fun we're just like what i'm trying to think of something that's actually like Haha, we did that that was funny usually they're like Haha. <laughs> <laughs> right really like, don't also, tell my mother 
left it to tell my mother. Right. <laughs> oh. Nothing specifically is coming to mind. They'll come to my mind an hour from now. Right. Like, oh, that was funny. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's just those things like getting in taxis or getting on the back of a motorcycle. Yeah. with people you're like okay cool this is like i don't know you but i know them so just get in the car and go and right. then you're like they're awkwardly like <laughs> like what's what's your name and you're just like awkward, like uh <laughs> a lot of spanish sitting there with people who didn't know any english and they'd be like what's your name and i'd say my name and then they would ask me like another question and i would have no idea and they would patiently <laughs> sit there and say each word again and again and again until I like, oh, oh yes, you're asking me what my last name is. Or, oh, you want to know how many siblings I have? Right. And I learned a lot of Spanish just sitting in cars with people and being like awkwardly like, I don't know you and you don't know me. And I literally don't know any English. Right. Um, oh, this is funny. Yeah. We went to the mountains. Me, the other intern, Josh, and Casey, who was one of the full-time people down there and it was my internship year we went and spent like four or five days in the mountains just talking to people drinking way too much coffee so we were super super hopped up on caffeine um and Casey had to quickly go back to to like home base so to speak and so he left us with Pastor Bernardo and he's like Pastor Bernardo is gonna get you guys packed up he's gonna get you on the bus and he's gonna take you back to Esperanza and I will meet you there and so he literally gets on his motorcycle and drives away and leaves us two hours in the mountains we're like cool 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 it's fine it's fine we're fine and we were totally fine but we got on the bus and Josh is Filipino but he could pass for a Honduran and so you I'm with Bernardo and Josh and it looks like I'm this lone blonde white girl riding the bus in the, like, like we're talking remote mountains. Like I lived five hours up in the mountains, like in a town. And then we were another two hours into like, you can't always get there by vehicle because yeah. it's impossible. <laughs> we're on the bus and there's just all these people who are village people looking like, what is she doing? <laughs> and Josh was like in a seat in front of me and he fell asleep and I was like, bro, you're like the man in this situation. <laughs> like, can you stay awake? And he just passed out cold. Like, we're and you have like that moment of, oh my gosh, we're gonna die. And it was totally fine. We got back completely safe and Casey was like, see him right here. Like, you guys are fine. Put us back in the truck and took us back to home base. But it was just this moment of, what am I doing and what have I done in my life to bring me to this moment? <laughs> in the back of a bus, in the middle of a foreign country, in the middle of, like, the jungle, just bouncing around. But it feels like you're by yourself. And yeah. That's just funny. That's so fun. I feel like you, do, you end up getting into situations in in other countries on these trips that, like, would not be okay, like, when you were home and stateside. Oh, no. oh But, no. like, oh, it's fine. Like, this is just different, and I'll be fine. <laughs> but it's like, or if no. you had thought about it, if you had known if someone had said, hey, this is going to happen to you, you'd be like, are you out of your mind? I can't do that. That's not safe. And so anything could happen. I could be abducted. The, the safety expectations that we have in the, in the U.S. is Ugh. so different. Yeah. Like, we went, we took... We went on like a research trip. So there was four of us that went to um, 
basically like a national park in Honduras. So there's this massive waterfall and they've got zip lines that go across it. And they have this like trip, like trail where you like swim and jump through all these pools and then you go down behind the waterfall. And I remember thinking like, okay, so like life jacket, because you're spunking, like you are going in a cave, yeah. kind of a back half, and you were literally going behind and underneath the waterfall. I'm so thinking like, okay, we'll have our helmets on and we'll have life vests. And they're like, no, you just have to have like rubber shoes. And I'm just thinking, I'm sorry, pause. I just have to have rubber shoes. Like, you have rubber bottom, sh- like sold shoes, yeah. so, like tennis shoes or swim socks. Uh, I wore my, on my Tevas my tacos I was just like I'm sorry what and it was fine yeah but I just remember at one moment like standing on top of a boulder getting ready to jump into a pool of water going this would never fly (laughs) (laughs) this would not happen this seems sketchy (laughs) dad bit sketchy and it was a blast yeah so much fun um and I discovered that I'm definitely claustrophobic after going in that cave (laughs) not not a fan of splunking I will go swimming and in waterfalls but do not make me go in a cave <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was just one of those moments like mm, yes this would never fly in the u.s right like no this is and we put kids in like life vests and helmets in canoes on a flat lake <laughs> <laughs> yes um well so before we wrap up is there anything else that you would like to add about missions and whatever I know (laughs) it's I would say like it's really easy to have this like romantic vision of what missions is Mm. and it's all of those things and it's none of those things yeah like all those like kind of soft romantic glow that some people have of we're gonna go and it's gonna be wonderful there's gonna like all these things are gonna happen those things happen yeah but you also do real life and there's yeah. tragedy and there's hard times. I mean, I was in Honduras and we went to a funeral because one of our staff members, their grandson was struck by lightning and died. Wow. And we, we got to participate in like a week. Yeah. And that's hard yeah. when you're talking about the death of a child, especially mm-hmm. and mourning with people. It, that's ministry too mm-hmm. and that's not fun and no. that's hard and that sticks with you yeah you know it's all the good things and it's all the bad things and it's still worth it yeah and so I would say like don't be afraid like be bold there's a reason why I tattooed fearless on my forearm <laughs> yeah because it's a, not that I am fearless but it's a reminder to be fearless yeah um yeah, to, mm-hmm. to go and be willing, willing to be broken, be willing to be not okay, <laughs> be willing to have God say, okay, my child, let me remake you into something mm-hmm. better, because it will happen, that definitely will happen. You, even if you don't realize it, you're going to come home and you'll be different. And then you'll go again and you'll be a little more different. And every time you go, you get broken a little bit mm-hmm. and reshaped a little bit. Mm-hmm especially if you live a long time outside of the country. While I am not by any means Honduran, I haven't been to Honduras in a couple of years, there's little things that make me go, oh, mm-hmm. that I don't, I don't like, that are, that are, 
uh, Honduran culture or Latin American culture that feel very homey to me that mm-hmm. are warm and that I almost prefer yeah. over things here. Um, and that's true of when you go and you let God kind of pull other people into your life. Uh, you aren't, you're no longer just yourself. You're no longer mm-hmm. like American completely. <laughs> and while especially being home for a couple of years, you're definitely very much shaped by the culture around you. I'm definitely from Pacific Northwest. And <laughs> you, I don't realize it until I'm not in the Pacific Northwest. Like, ah, yeah. <laughs> definitely from the PNW. Right. Um, you still feel at times homesick for places that are not really home. Mm-hmm. And if you go and if you travel and if you spend any time outside the country, that is the reality that you're going to live in. But I think it's just this reminder of we should be homesick for heaven. Yeah. But like that, we should be homesick for the kingdom of heaven and for what the Lord is going to do and what will happen and what it will look like when we all get to come together as this multicultural family. Mm -hmm. We are, Mm -hmm. but I think sometimes we need to kind of be married into one another. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's beautiful. That reminds me of a of a traveling quote of something. It's like I'll have to look it up and do it in my show notes later. Just like how you can be traveling gets you homesick for places sometimes places you've never been, you know, it's just like that like just talking about that restlessness. I'm like, I just wanna go, I don't care where it is, I just wanna go. Yeah. <laughs> Where's next? <laughs> Definitely. And sometimes it's not like oh, I need to go and have this packed schedule. Sometimes like there are places I'm like, I just wanna go. And I just want to sit in a cafe and just people watch. I just want to mm, like yeah. <laughs> absorb who you are as a culture and as a people. Like teach me something. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like, bam, 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 bam. We did all these things. Right. Oh, geez, I'm just thinking like, oh man. All these tourist boxes. Yeah. <laughs> and I just like, I miss Honduras and those hammocks. Like I just want to lay in that hammock thing and just lay there for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> And I, yeah, you want to lay in those hammocks and like listen to people worship yes. and look at stars. I think that I miss the stars so much. Oh. I mean, I live in the country, so I get to see the stars when it's not foggy and cloudy here. Right. <laughs> um, but there's a difference when you are mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere and there is little to no light pollution. Yes. Sitting down on the ground and looking up at the sky and going, oh my gosh, the majesty of the Lord. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> great like you are floored with how tiny you are yeah and sometimes I miss mm. those moments yeah right of this, I want to be overwhelmed by creation mm-hmm. and like I remember when it was the very first time I'd gone on vacation outside <laughs> the country after having been to like 12 countries uh we went to Jamaica as a family and my best friend's family came along and we stayed at this house kind of outside the city and um the power went out, which was no big deal to me. I was like, eh, another yeah. day in paradise. <laughs> Nighttime. And, um, we like, you, you hear the like, boom, and the power goes out and you could like see all the lights turn off. But in that moment, you could see the stars mm. over the Caribbean and my mom and my dad and my siblings who had, we've seen the stars, but you've never seen the stars like that until there's almost no polite pollution. Yeah. And I just remember them being like, whole like that overwhelming sense of oh my goodness the lord is so big yeah and i was like see this is what i want every day <laughs> yeah 
so happy in a place where there's no Wi-Fi and there's no power. <laughs> right. I'm basically not on social media. So if you go and look me up, sorry, I had a post once on the left. <laughs> like I'm halfway there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing that compares to seeing the stars when you're not around lights. Oh, no, it's amazing. It's the best. Ugh. And you like, it's almost like you feel like you can reach out and touch yeah. the Milky Way. Like it's everything is right there on top of you. They're not like super far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could spend hours just being like, wow, God is so yeah. cool. I feel like I remember that in Honduras, but also like mm-hmm. training camp. You could, Ooh, <laughs> when yes. you have to get up in the middle of the night and go to the porto. <laughs> you're like running, you have to pee, but you're also tired. You're like, I only get eight hours of sleep. Right. Oh, man. My, what year was it? I think it was my Nehemiah summer. It sticks with me even today as like, oh, this, what a powerful moment. But it was, we were doing worship under the big top. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it was my Nehemiah summer, and it was the week where it's just staff disciplers, so mm-hmm. students hadn't come yet, and we were worshiping together, and um, I remember it started to rain, mm. and then it was like, you could hear that like rolling rumble of like thunder that was kind of distant, and I remember we were singing the song, um, what's the name of it? It's Chris Tomlin. Um, but if our God is for us, then oh. who can stand against us? And I remember this peal of thunder broke the sky open and the ground shook. <laughs> and it was like, for a moment, it was like God responded. Yeah. Like the presence of the Lord was so strong. We were all like, it was kind of like, I was like, yeah, <laughs> I am very powerful. And it was mm. this overwhelming moment for all of us to be like, if our God is for us, who can stand against us? And he like responded. Yeah. Or it, it, he literally broke the sky open and you were just like yeah that's our god (laughs) so incredible and i even today like when people talk about like oh what's your most impactful moment in worship like that right there Mm. and it was a song that we'd sang a bajillion times right probably where you feel like you've sang it too many times and yet it was Mm. that was that was the one that was the most important yeah it was just we all stood there and we're like oh my goodness (laughs) and we have one of the guys on our team had been, his family was full-time ministries in Estonia for like most mm. of his childhood. So he actually would worship in Estonian. And mm. then we had two girls on our team who were fluent Spanish and they would worship in Spanish. Wow. And so you had multiple people singing in multiple languages and it was just like the, this rumble of thunder under your feet. And it was like the earth was worshiping with you and it was crazy. Uh, that's amazing. That gave me goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, even now I'm like, oh. <laughs> Oh, God, so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, Chelsea, thank you so much for giving me your time and being interviewed for my podcast. Anytime. Yeah, Anytime. This, is, this has been so great, and I hope that everyone who listens um, is equally as encouraged by your stories as, as they have been to me, both now and in the past. <laughs> um, and I'm just so – I'm thankful for you, and yeah. I just – Thank I'm you. so glad Thankful you're here. for you too. Yeah, thanks. All right. Well, that, I'll see you later then. See ya. I hope you enjoyed Chelsea's story and all of the adventures that she shared. I loved that we ended on such a beautiful note. 
this episode encapsulated it well, what it has been like for us to have gone on mission trips. And that's exactly what I wanted to share with you all and what the point of this podcast is. So thanks for joining today. If you are enjoying the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at TravelingBecca, B-E-K-A. Um, or you can find us on Facebook at Open the Door Podcast. And then there's the blog, OpenTheDoorPodcast.blogspot.com. Uh, yeah. I hope you all have a great week and we'll be back next week. All right, bye.